You're listening to Adjuster Talk with Jason Heenan. And then you hear all this stuff. Oh, hurricanes. Oh, hailstorms. All this, all that. There's some wildfires going on. When you don't know much, everything looks like opportunity. You have no idea how many good people are standing in front of you um, between you and that work. Okay? So I checked out August 1st, basically, of 06, relying and depending on a hurricane. After all... We had four majors hit the coast in 05, and then again, four majors hit the coast in 04. So what was going to happen in 06? In my head, it was an absolute certainty. And of course, what did the truth turn out to be? The truth turned out to be there were no hurricanes. So I humbly sat on my butt and basically sat there until December of that same year, figuring out what I was going to do. Welcome to Adjuster Talk, your go-to podcast for all things insurance adjusting by Jason Heenan of Royal Adjusting Services, a leader in the U.S. claims adjusting landscape. We're here to delve into the dynamic world of independent adjusters and share insights and industry trends that matter to aspiring and seasoned insurance adjusters. At Royal, we handle the full spectrum of claims and catastrophes, specializing in residential property claims. Our mission? To provide a better, faster, more cost-effective claims experience, improving outcomes one customer at a time. So whether you're an independent adjuster looking to join a leading team or an insurance agency seeking unparalleled service, Adjuster Talk is your window into professional claims adjusting. Welcome to today's episode of Adjuster Talk bringing you up to date on what are the newest things going on. And I just have a few stories I'd like to tell you about. Last time I told you about the 20-year work anniversary that just happened. And then also passing as a company 100,000 claims recently. Seemed like a good timing to tell you guys some good stories. I want to talk about the road to 100,000 claims right now. And just walk you through quickly what 20 years of claims experience turned out looking like. So the story starts in 2004. I actually graduated with a bachelor's degree barely in 2003 in December. And I knew right away just because of where I was from and the people I knew that insurance adjusting was a good thing to do, right? I knew some good people, like good, honest people who did it. and then. They, the people I knew also had decent lifestyles. Like they could do things. They did, they had stuff. They had a toy or two, nothing too excessive, but more than what I would call a normal job, nine to five or something. So I got my license right out of college. I knew that was the thing I'd like to try. And it seemed great for a young man at the time. You know, think about yourself being 21 or 22 years old. And getting an opportunity to travel around the United States. And the perception is that you're going out and you're helping people, right? So it seemed like a noble thing to do. So the story starts in 2004. I'm living at the time I had just moved from Arkansas, which is where I got my undergraduate degree, to where my folks lived in Phoenix, Arizona. And so, as you can imagine, there weren't a plethora of insurance claims coming through the door in the desert. And independent insurance adjusting is typically thought of 
as a career that follows wind and hail and big fire outbreaks and hurricanes and things like that. I get there. It's a tough job market. And I end up sending out a ton of application, get a few interviews with some different companies. And ultimately, I selected a job as a safety manager for a trucking company. And that turned out to be pretty interesting in itself, just because the nature of the job was that I got to investigate accidents that our trucks, not our trucks, the company's trucks were involved in, and then make a liability determination, which is basically a fancy way of saying how much is this accident or how much is this damage worth? And that's what I ended up doing and getting my, like, cutting my teeth in was truck accidents, okay, from the corporate side. That went on for a while. It was a difficult job. The company that I worked for, they would work you. Like it was a 50 to 55 hours per week type of position. And there was no shortage of things to do. You have to think they're like a large cap stock now. But at the time, they weren't that big of a company. They were growing. You had to do many different things. That went on for about a year. Let's say I got hired in March. And then by the following March, I was completely burnt out. I had to get up and be in my car driving towards the office at 6 a.m. every day. And for a 20-year-old guy, or 22, that was a lot of responsibility, more than which I wanted. And then again, it was a salary job. The fruit bearing portion of the job wasn't that fruit bearing, if you get my drift. It was a lot of responsibility. But again, when you're that age, you're not that skilled of a worker. You don't bring that much value. And maybe you do, but I didn't. And then this is where things become more interesting. In 2005, I saw a job being posted for a company called Allied, which was later purchased by Nationwide Insurance. So Allied, a member of Nationwide is how you'd have to answer the phone. But that's where I met my first group of like really good claims adjusters, where I was in a claims office and there was at least 30 people with different levels of experience and handling different levels of claims from small parking lot accidents to litigated high dollar files. And that is where I really just got absorbed in the flames world. So it would be like, get up in the morning, go to the office, sit and saturate inside claims, work claims all day, and then split around five o'clock and go find some trouble to get into or whatever. But even then, it was a cushy job. It was, a, they're a good company. They worked me only 38 and three quarters hours a week. I had a very specific schedule. So it was difficult to do what I wanted to do. Didn't have a whole bunch of extra money, if you know what I'm saying. And still had some debt, believe it or not, on my credit card from college. Just like books and ex, just expenses you're not prepared to handle when you're a kid. And I was having a really difficult time. When you're that age, you really want to live too. So I was having a difficult time getting that financial satisfaction that I was craving. Are you ready to elevate your career as an independent insurance adjuster? Visit adjuster-talk.com to download our exclusive guide, Five Ways to Improve Your Independent Adjusting Career. This essential resource contains insights and tips to enhance your professional journey. And remember, a polished presentation at a claim isn't just about knowledge. It's also about gear and attire. 
Royal Adjusting Service supports you in every way, ensuring you make the best impression every time. Don't wait to take your career to the next level. Head to adjuster-talk.com today and start transforming your future. And then wouldn't you know it. So don't forget, at the beginning when I first got licensed, I was still focused on getting those high volume claims and figuring out how to get in on the action. And wouldn't you, I'm telling the story now from the perspective of March 2005, April 2005, and August 2005, Hurricane Katrina hit. Okay. And that really turned the claims world upside down for me. 04 had four major hurricanes hit uh, and go through Florida. So a lot of attention was on them climate and that was a popular political thing to talk about with freaking weather so anytime you turn on the news they were talking about this kind of stuff and then hurricane katrina hits that summer and really puts the hurt on new it was a it was a really big hurricane the death toll was over 2000 which is very similar to the twin tower bombings of 2001 and of course this was a media spectacle and sitting in the claims office in Phoenix, Arizona, you're sitting there going, wait a minute, that's what I want to be part of. And so I'm getting my stuff together late for the game. And this is one of the things I would say where luck had its place, where I put in a two-week resignation instead of just jumping and going. Pilot was asking me to go. I had already tested with them and got a decent deployability rating. And then at this point, I had a year and a half insurance experience, not residential house experience, just insurance experience. So I was familiar with auto claims. I was familiar with liability claims, had handled some complex things, but never had I sat down and put an estimate together or or put a file together or even provide a customer service for a residential property claim. So that's really where the road to 100,000 claims got started. Everything before that were just like trainer claims and then really got a nice lick of claims it hurricane rita down in beaumont in 2005 and so as it goes from there i'm just going to pop on through the timeline here so you can get an idea of what it was like and again remember we're covering 20 years in less than 20 minutes so it's going to sound like a bunch but in fact it was one foot in front of the other one breath at a time the entire way so i went from hurricane rita i stayed at that for 10 months, which turned out to be a mistake, or you could call it a learning opportunity now, but I called it a mistake then. I voluntarily checked out of Hurricane Rita. I was doing uh, engineer reports in the summer of 2006. And then you hear all this stuff, oh, hurricanes, oh, hailstorms, all this, all that. There's some wildfires going at the time. When you don't know much, everything looks like opportunity. You have no idea how many good people are standing in front of you. Um, between you and that work okay so i checked out august 1st basically of 06 relying and depending on a hurricane after all we had four majors hit the coast in 05 and then again four majors hit the coast in 04 so what was going to happen in 06 in my head it was an absolute certainty and of course what did the truth turn out to be the truth turned out to be there were no hurricanes So I humbly sat on my butt and basically sat there until December of that same year, figuring out what I was going to do. And guys, let me tell you something, man, I had a good network and we're going to talk about networking down the road, especially when we get in the interviews. 
but there was a company called Safe Auto, and they offered me their Texas work for auto appraisals. And work started coming in. I just didn't know how to do those claims. Okay. There was a huge opportunity right there. And I let that one go to the toilet. I didn't ask for help, which is a huge mistake. It's something I do almost immediately now, 18 years later. Finally, as the story goes on, after I'm messing up this business and trying to figure out, oh my gosh, how am I going to get back on my feet? I haven't had work in 90 days. It was more than 90 days, August 1st till about the middle of December. And a big windstorm had happened in Seattle, Washington. And so my little network, B and C rated pilot of adjusters, man, we were hitting the phones all the time looking for some business and finally got sent over to Seattle. So now I'm going to speed this up because it gets pretty wild from there. Stayed in Seattle for about six weeks. And then another storm happened on the other side of the mountains, on the east side of the mountains. So I traveled over to Wenatchee, Washington. It stayed there, made some good money on those claims. So now think about it. We're in 2007 and then I get deployed to a hailstorm in DFW, which is where I live and where Royal Adjusting Services is located. And we had a nice hailstorm in Hearst, Euless, Bedford, HEB in 07. And then that led to a summer hailstorm in El Paso that summer. And I stayed there. The whole time trying to start a family and being married and not doing good on that. And then from 2007, then 2008, that's when things got really busy. Okay. That's what Hurricane Ike stayed in Minnesota that summer. I'm skipping so many little storms. 2009, traveled the, to Colorado, North Carolina, South Carolina. Gosh, I hit... Portland one of those years, just all over the place. And then by 2007 or eight, it was already time to talk about, hey, we need to start our own company. I'm having a tough time at home with my family. I'm having a tough time with these things. I'm not getting ahead like I wanted to. And so that's when the discussion of becoming a true independent really happened. From there, Royal Adjusting Services got its start in 2011 or 12. And 12 or 13 years later, we've eclipsed 100,000 claims and currently operate in 22 states. So it's been a fun story. I can't wait to tell you more about it and get down deep in the weeds and discuss all the different times that we could have not continued moving forward with the business. In other words, the business could have failed, but one or two or three things kept things together. And then, of course, our moments of triumph where we had a major storm in front of us. And because of many years of experience and consistency, we knew what to do and then made a tough situation into a good situation. So that's the story on 100,000 claims right there. I appreciate you listening in on us today. And I can't wait to tell you what's going on next time. Thank you for tuning into Adjuster Talk. If you're inspired to join the ranks of skilled independent adjusters or an insurance agency looking for top-notch claims handling, your next step is clear. Reach out to Jason at Royal Adjusting Services. We're adjusting claims and setting new standards for customer satisfaction and efficiency. Join us in our mission to deliver exceptional service in every claim, every time. Contact Jason today at royaladjustingservices.com and discover how you can be part of the royal difference. 
Your journey in claims excellence starts here.